Welcome to all the monks and novices and blessings to all the laity. Having been born as a human being and meeting with the Buddha Sasana means we have a great amount of merit and goodness. Whichever country we reside in, we have right and good views and in accord with Dhamma. And we're also practicing Dhamma as well. And this Dhamma practice is our offering as puja, worship. The Buddha did not praise worship through giving flowers, perfumes and all the various ritual offerings. The Buddha praised the worship through one's own Dhamma practice. To worship through one's practice in accordance with the teachings of the Buddha starts with one, giving dana, sacrificing one's wealth, material things, or assisting those in troubles and difficulties, and also through our respect for our mother and father. We have gratitude and care for them. In the time when they are still alive, we give them food, water, give housing and medicines for their sicknesses, and when they have passed away, we make merit in dedication to them. This dana of giving is able to brighten the minds of people. If we don't share with others, then those who have wealth will oppress those who don't. So dana, generosity, is important. And deeper than this is giving abhaya dana, forgiveness or fearlessness, in the heart. Because having been born, we inevitably have to contact with people who we dislike. Whether it is a monk or lay person, we will have these types of feelings. So giving abhaya dana is a most excellent dana. It makes our mind more spacious. It makes our samadhi, meditative concentration, easier. So these qualities must have virtue to support them, which means having dhamma. Like having the Brahma-Vihara dhammas, the sublime abidings, to come and look after and to protect our minds. If we possess a lot of wealth, but we don't give, this is like we see people in trouble, but we don't donate to help. We don't build our new barami, spiritual accumulations. Though we already have made old merit, we don't make new merit. And so we also need to make merit in the right way. Like for the father-in-law of Lady Wisaka. Lady Wisaka had great faith to do merit and offerings to the Buddha and the noble disciples of the Buddha. And one day there was a monk going for alms past the front of her house. But she wasn't able to give dana because her father-in-law had faith in renunciance outside of the Buddha Sasana. So she said, May the Venerable One go on to the next house. This house won't give alms because it is eating old food. Just saying that much. And when the father-in-law heard this, that Lady Wisaka was saying something bad about him, saying that he was eating old food, he thought, I'm extremely wealthy like this. I eat the best things and in abundance. And she is saying that I eat old food, eat thrown away things. And so there was an examination of this, and it was found that Lady Wisaka was referring to old merit, eating old merit. But she said that he was eating old food. And here the father-in-law came to gain faith in the Buddha Sasana. And then Lady Wisaka 
could do dana and offerings completely after that. So we can see that no matter if one has the results of making merit in the past, but if one doesn't make new merit, then the merit can be depleted. So making merit in this life is continuing to make merit. The thing we do on the outside comes back to us on the inside, which is a good mind. But it's not just only doing dana of material giving. It can be wittiya dana, giving knowledge, helping society with mindfulness and wisdom, helping with communal work, helping the work of the monastery and of external Buddhist activities with one's mindfulness and wisdom. This is doing dana. And those with good mindfulness and wisdom, they can help the Buddha sasana by spreading dhamma in various ways. Or all those helping in the various Buddhist centers, they have self-sacrifice. They set up the computer, the technology to facilitate the dhamma sharing, so that everyone has the opportunity to receive the dhamma. This is self-sacrifice. And we need to have virtue to do this, which is having metta, loving-kindness, and karuna, compassion, to help people. When we have metta and karuna like this, then sila dhamma, doing beautiful and good things through body and the mind, goes well by itself. And this is imbued with a good mind, too. When doing only goodness and sila, morality, with a good mind, then the reputation of one's sila will go far and wide like the aroma of sila smells fragrant. So when we have dana and sila, then this is the practice of managing or administrating, whether managing one's own mind or managing one's organization. We know how to sacrifice our own happiness and ease for the benefit of others. Although we could sleep at ease and live at ease, but we see others in suffering and difficulties, like in times of pandemic or crisis, and so we help out. And it doesn't need to be much, but we have empathy and consideration in our minds, and this is equal to our mind being gladdened. We see them happy because they have received the things we have donated. Say just one bag of rice, and say ten dollars, but they are delighted. And we see their face glow and their eyes sparkle, and sometimes they will raise their hands in Anjali over their head and say, Sadhu. When we donate material things and wealth, then they know of the dana done. Like, they may receive the rice, and they know they've received some good aromatic rice, or received some money, and they know what they have received is excellent, and they're overjoyed and delighted. Even if it doesn't have that much value, the important thing is the mind that gives. Giving donations in this way consistently leads to inner peace and coolness. So each person helps out accordingly. And the Buddha taught further that humility, not being arrogant, not being rude, not being conceited, and having polite and decent conduct, this is a blessing of one's life. And this is contained in the teaching of the Buddha. And it is also a dhamma, a virtue needed by one who manages or is in administration. It is important. And this humility will lead to being born in a family of high status. 
so we can see that the virtue and goodness that we do does not disappear at all. We do it, and we inevitably receive it back. It is in our mind. In whatever life we're born in, our parami accumulates and piles up until we will understand the Dhamma, be purified and gain liberation from suffering. But when we have to cycle around birth and death in samsara, then we have to increase our parami more. We have forbearance. Sometimes we need to have forbearance. This is having tapa, austerity, to burn up our mental defilements. Why? Because we're in a society that is chaotic, a society that takes advantage of each other, a society where people are deluded and disordered and competing and struggling with each other. So we need a lot of tapa, or mental resilience, endurance. And we need to not harm anyone too much or at all. We need to be considerate, generous and friendly. We have patience and persistence in doing work that is harder and more difficult than it was before. Because this society in the present day is very competitive. Out of ten people at work, three or four of them may lose their jobs. So the ones who are working must be patient, be diligent, be very determined and be able to maintain their own mind states. We will have some pleasure and displeasure arise in this world. We have some wealth, some fortune. We have various moods of liking and disliking. And so with all this, we have to be very careful with our mind. We need to have a bayadana. We have giving and forgiving. And we need to have the mind and behavior that is impartial and fair. For example, not being biased because of liking, not being biased because of hate, not biased because of greed, because of delusion, or because of fear. So not letting our minds become biased. When our minds are biased, we have to watch our minds, train our minds. We see what states our minds are in. How are our minds today? What type of things have we done? So in the morning, watch over the mind. In the afternoon, watch over the mind. In the evening, watch over the mind. In the dialect of the northeast of Thailand, this is bung, bung, bung. Watch over it, watch over it, watch over it. Constantly. This is similar to asking ourselves, what are we doing right now? How is the state of our mind? So this is an important virtue, and we need to have all the qualities of loving-kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, and equanimity. One who is managing or supervising may have some problems coming up. We need to be equanimous, balanced. We slowly tell, slowly teach, and slowly advise. This is a Dhamma that we all need to have. And those who have duties as administrators, managers, must have Dhamma. And more important than this is that we need to be training and instructing our minds to have Dhamma arise in the heart. How is the heart that has Dhamma arising? We have to go against the bad and unbeautiful, right? Not following bad ways or being biased and unfair. So we have to see what the Buddha taught. Firstly, it's not to associate with fools and to associate with the wise. 
associating with the wise is important. We have our own circumstances. We live in a good country. And so when we associate with the wise, then we have established ourselves well. We aren't someone who is stubborn. We conduct ourselves consistently. And we are someone who has done merit in the past. What we have done in past lives, we don't know. But in this life, today, we make merit. So then tomorrow, this is like having made merit in the past. Like by helping people in troubles and difficulties, in an amount which may not be that much. But it may be that one day in the future, we get sick. And that person we have helped becomes a rich person. He's a doctor. We have become sick and we happen to meet again. We have no money to get treatment. But we had helped that child and they haven't forgotten that help. He is a good person, and he helps us in return, and he doesn't take any money for the treatment, not even one cent. Why is this? This is because of doing merit in the past. It is in regards to Dana and in regards to Sila. If we have this merit, then this merit will help us. So try to accumulate merit. Starting from today... And then tomorrow, the merit we have done is accumulated merit. And we also need to have right view. Why? Well, does our mind have only merit? Sometimes we have thoughts that are bad and unskillful. We have thoughts of delight and pleasure, thoughts in harming and of ill will. And this is normal and natural in the minds of people, whether being a monk or laity. But when we see we are thinking in this way, then we cut it off and try to let it go. We try to develop in things that are good. The bad, unskillfulness arises and we let it go. And when the goodness arises, then we develop it. And we also have a mind of empathy to others. We have kindness to others and compassion to others, whether to them or behind their back. We share and we do not argue and dispute. This is an important virtue which allows us to live in society well. And this is simply having Dhamma in the mind. In all the aspects of administration, if the rules and systems have no Dhamma, then it's just chaotic. Like managing systems or rules according to the majority. Then what if the majority is not Dhamma? Is it chaotic? Venerable Ajahn Chah had given an example which is worth listening to. We can hear it and contemplate along with it. There was one village which had one person whose mindfulness wasn't very good. Though he was not a crazy person, but many people in this village said this person was a crazy person. That person is crazy. He's crazy. And that person who was fine stayed there and eventually became a crazy person. This was because the people in that community had a similar and united view. But it was a wrong view. So this doesn't work. A united view needs to be a right view as well. If most people in the group have no virtue, then the people with no virtue may gather together and say that a person is crazy and not good. So each person needs virtue. Sometimes there are people who get all furious and say why these administrators, this Prime Minister, that Prime Minister, in this country or that country, that they have no virtue. Ajahn Chah said, hey, those prime ministers and ministers, they aren't arahants. They haven't finished off their defilements. This is an illustration. 
So administering whatever rules or systems is up to the virtue of the people's minds. We need to train our minds to have better virtue. And this is our practice as homage to the Lord Buddha. So may you be determined to practice. Today we do this, and then tomorrow it is merit done in the past. So be it dana or sila, be barami or having humility, we train our minds in this way, and then we will develop and advance. May you all develop in the Dhamma and gain success in the world and in the Dhamma. May you grow in blessings.